Hello, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Miseducation of Music. You are here with Jay Trev, and as always, Stuffy knows Lauren Hill hating Alex. <laughs> yes, I'm here. I'm still sick. I got some weird rash in my face, but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, and he still hates Lauren Hill for putting her in the last episode of this two-part oh, series. You are now here for the second part of the two-part series, Top 50 MCs Ranked. And I don't understand how. So before we get deeper or into any new news, how was Lauren Hill in your bottom 50? Well, okay. So as I said, I don't know if I said before in the last episode, but. Oh, no. I cut it off pretty quick because I was like, Damn. Okay. My, my, 50, <laughs> my 50 list, believe it or not, was kind of difficult when it comes to the bottom 25. Top 20. Bottom of my top 25 has a couple that I want to move around. So then when I said Lauren Hill out loud was in my bottom 50, I said, well, that's that can't be possible. I don't recall that, but yeah. No, in my head, I was like, I read it. And I was like, yeah, no yeah, way. Definitely in your head. Yeah. Not on record. No Not way. Not on record at all. So when I do mention my top 25, I am going to put the, the caveat that I think she should be somewhere else. Yeah. And he just pulled out uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Which is our namesake. Not even stand up. But yeah, no, we're gonna leave the vinyl on the table yeah. for the whole for it's, the whole podcast. We're just gonna let Lauren look at you <laughs> for the whole podcast. Yeah. The other the other uh layer of irony is that technically she's the first rapper I ever heard. Uh, my mother would wow. play this when I was in my crib. This whole album. I was just listening to this when I was a baby, but you know, yeah. Lauren Hill sucks <laughs> and she belongs in the bottom. And I do not 50. believe she sucks. Obviously she's a legend. Obviously she's you know, you said a lot of obviously's, but I didn't. I didn't the, peep the obviousness. <laughs> one of the um, one of the best projects of, of all time. Of all time, of thank all time. you, thank you. Of all time, you know. Now that that's been said on record, I'm oh, over yeah. my saltiness. I like how it's co-produced by Che Guevara. Who? The the famous. That can't be right. It's got to be somebody else. Oh, Che, Che Pope. No, no, no. I don't know. Che Guevara is a very famous, uh, uh, like uh, activist in like. 30s like the 50s it's got to be somebody else's name they're using che guevara i mean it says co-produced by the che guevara for invisibility society yeah i don't know if that's him so it's probably got something to do with it i mean like it's lauren hill dude like i would believe it yeah i'd believe it too but uh man just some new news off jump bro sacrifices video dropped we actually just played it back i've that was like my 1500th play but like we just played it back uh in the studio what's your what's your thoughts on it alex before i dive in because i got a full page worth of notes on this track i like it it's very um it's very subdued it's very like like dreamy almost um i love it when videos nowadays nowadays can like Sort of just take a break from all the crazy video ideas yeah, and put over you, the top. And put you somewhere. Like, still still give you the escape, but at yeah. the same time, like, they they could have shot that in the same room for all we know. Yeah. yeah. Like, it could have just been a literally, like, you guys shoot this side of the room and then we're going to change the camera to the other side. Yeah. Like, that's how, that's how basic this video shoot was. It was, it's beautiful, though. Like, it's, there's a beauty in the simplicity, man. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to just say. Just an abandoned building. Yeah, and it's like, it, it works for it. It's a very dreamy video. It's very, like... I don't know. I just liked it. I like the bare bones of it. It's very dreamy. I think it does perfectly um, marry the song with the visuals perfectly. I think it's. I think it's really good. Like I said, it's really refreshing nowadays to see uh, a different take on the classic music video because nowadays they're so big budget and so over the top. But sometimes or all so you need like Drake using the whole budget to yeah feed the starving children of America <laughs> or or that or that. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's like this video had no flash for real. No. But uh so just salutes I gotta give out. 
because uh, this track is deep as fuck, and there's a lot of things that could go missed. And I mean, I'm gonna dive into both the track and the uh, and the video real quick with some information I grabbed this week. But uh, so, sacrifice is the final track on Revenge of Dreamers project. So this is like the end all. And I mean, like I, they don't they don't do things on accident. I know yeah. that track list was on purpose, of course. And like. It's real dope because, like, it starts off with Johnny Venus. He sets the tone. Mm-hmm. You know, he's rapping on top of this pillar, no shoes, no mm-hmm. shirt, going crazy. And he talks about, like, the grind. He talks about everything he's been through, all his homies he's lost. Like, is that nigga back from the dead? Like, you, like when he's going crazy. Like, yeah. that beginning is dope. And he really sets a tone for then Smino to come in, who comes in rocking with the Joe Fresh Goods umbrella. That umbrella's cold as fuck. Yeah. I saw it at ComplexCon, and they're sold out of them now, which is even crazier. Yeah. Because, like, I can't believe, like, it It, it was so Chicago to me. Because yeah. if you're really from Chicago, like, you you knew everything that was going on. Because, I mean, it goes from Sa- uh, from Smino immediately to Sabo. Yeah, yeah. And then you get more bars, and they're keeping the same thematic context of, like, the sacrifices they've made to get to the places there are. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the, the verse that was not needed but beautiful. Yeah, yeah. The J. Cole ending. Right. Like, J. Cole goes insane. Like, OG bars, talking about family, talking about life, talking about how, like, when you're rich, people won't even stop you. Like, people won't tell you shit's not wrong. Right. He talks about his new set of sacrifices. It almost seems like a, like a through the game, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, he's like, I'm up here, and the new, the new sacrifice I got to make is, like, self-control. Like, yeah, I got to yeah. know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. Which loops around to the theme of, like, the really hardcore hitting tracks on the album Mm -hmm. all the hard hard hitting tracks on this album go back to that kind of theme of like keeping yourself in check i mean there's a there's a song literally called self-love on the on the project but uh it keeps going and like j cole ends his verse like with that screaming part about his wife and how like he can't even repay her for the sacrifices such as giving him the family and being the person she is and it's just so beautiful and then what's even more nuts the guy who made this beat, Groove, mm-hmm. Groove since the eighties. He's uh, with he's with he said that. yeah, he said he snuck in this joint. So he was <laughs> like he was like, I definitely got a golden ticket opportunity without yeah. having a golden ticket. That's what he said on uh, Instagram. Wow. But like so Groove produced this beat. He was talking about uh constantly how like he was like, I'm not even supposed to be here, yada yada snuck in with these other tickets yeah. and things like this. And he's just like, It's it's beautiful that I got this opportunity because of, you know, J. Cole and what was going on with this project to make that beat. And then he's the guy in the video who pops out next yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. And like that's just that's gotta feel some type of way, you know what I mean? This dude's only got a thousand followers. Oh, you see it? You're on your, are you on Groove? I'm on his Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I wanted That's to. Crazy. Uh, he he has this post that he made. Yeah, super bro, three thousand followers on on Instagram. Like, wow. this is like J Cole did. Like, this project is something. But uh, so his post on Instagram says, uh, "This moment means so much to me. I'm so thankful and grateful for the sacrifices made for me to be where I am today." And like. That alludes to sacrifices made by other people, the same right. theme of the song, mm-hmm. which makes it even deeper when you can take it into real life. Because when the video starts with that woman, that's Johnny Venus's mom. Mm-hmm. So the guy who starts the song, and then at the end of the video, it's a, it says, like, in memory of, and then his father's name as well, wow. because his father just recently passed away. But he was just saying, like, thank you to everybody for pu- for pushing him forward and, like, trying to actually make modern-day classics. Because he said, uh, like, thank you to... Thank you to Monty for telling Smino he needed to hop on this beat and walk him into the room. And then thanks Johnny Venus for, you know, like setting the tone. And then it says, we went to breakfast and talked about pushing each other, Smino and Saba. And then they got to smoking and then they came in and laid those verses down. And then J. Cole and like just came in to 
put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. That's such a beautiful story. Like, I was listening to the song. Well, like, I was watching the video. Well, listening to the song, obviously. But mm-hmm. I was watching the video while I was reading through these Instagram posts and, like, seeing who he is and, like, how he came up. Yeah. And it's so organic, man. Yeah. Like, that's so dope. And I love when shit like that happens because that's what this music shit is about. Yeah. And, like, for that to be the one that they get the video for up first, that means even more. It's yeah. just, they're doing shit, man. Yeah, I, I definitely like the, the way they're moving. Um, it's definitely quality over quantity. It's definitely, you know, I don't know. It's, I just love how this is able to reach so many people in a music business where it's all about flash and it's all about, you know, different stuff like that. A lot that of self-centered can, as well. A lot of, yeah, being very self-centered and just all about you. And when J. Cole is able to bring this type of th- stuff to the masses, I just love that. I love that. Oh, yeah. It's like J. Cole was like, oh, y'all think I'm, you think I'm always just conscious rapping? <laughs> yeah. There's a fuck ton of conscious shit. Yeah, like, but it's crazy <laughs> how conscious rappers at that level. Because, like, dude, there's so many conscious rappers from, like, the early 2000s, the 90s that nobody knows about. I mean, yeah, core hip-hop fans know. We were, we were talking about Stretch and Bobbito. Yeah, yeah. That, their whole show. I'm exactly, talking, yeah. like, everybody who's on their show. Yeah. Like, like, come on, dude. Like, we're talking, like, Big L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Pun, bro. Yeah, yeah. Big Pun was deep with yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. on some of them bars, bro. Oh, yeah. But we just know still not a player. Exactly. Not how he exactly. How he a player, but, you know, he just crush a lot. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But it's so crazy, man. And I mean, like, just salute to everybody who made that song possible, to all of that. And now we can dive in. Yes. Diving back into this part two. I'm excited. Alex is excited. We thought we were going to do this in one sitting, and we ended up having to break it up because that last one got got intense. Oh, that, like, yeah, that was, got out of it, And it ran long, too. Yeah, but, you was... know, before we get into the honorable mentions, I do want to say this to all the Miseducation Music fans. Our past playlist website is live, so that link is live in our bio. I will make sure we're also doing some new website stuff, so even if we get a new website, there will be a link on there as well. But our past playlists are live, so you can listen to all the past playlists made for the show, so they're not just gone like they were previously. All of those awesome playlists will be available, and yes. we'll, definitely, uh, we'll definitely make some posts up to you know give you guys more uh, how-to as to where those are. Um, but let's start with these honorable mentions, man. What you starting with? Because um, I'm just shocked. Like I'm <laughs> just I'm excited. I don't know yeah. what you're gonna say, but I want to hear. It. <laughs> um, I, I I I didn't put him in my list last time, mm-hmm. but I said the list. So I'm gonna keep it like that. But Bun B, um, I do have Pimp C in my list. Bun B, yeah, yeah. But again, dude, We're it's already like here. yeah. Bun B, I love him, and I don't know why I didn't put him in there. And I, I should have. Bun B too. I love him enough to put him in the top twenty-five. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> you know what? Hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna stop somebody out. I'm gonna switch it because this is <laughs> no, no, what no, I was don't talking let me about. Influence you? Don't no, let me this is what I was talking you. about. There are definitely a few that I wanted to redo, and what I'm gonna swap is ASAP Rocky for Bun B. That's such an obvious swap. Like that's. A but good yeah, one. Exactly. I like that swap. Yeah, because ASAP <laughs> Rocky um, has done a lot. For rap, I think he. I'll give you that too, man. He's crazy. He's he, dope. Yeah, so he's my honorable mention. I'm gonna say ASAP Rocky because he's not the best rapper out here when it comes to like bars, but when it comes to the entire package, like we we're talking about with Tyler, it's it's more. That's why Tyler went to my bottom fifty, and ASAP's almost in that same boat. Yeah, you know? it's it's more than rap. It's it's this image. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a vibe. A lot of things going on. It's a lot of things that make me go, "You're good at what you do. You're good at your craft." Yeah, and. Um, I think he ushered in this era of like fashion again and high fashion. Everyone's wearing these designer Definitely brands. Definitely him, young thug. A lot of people yeah. are pioneering this like mm-hmm. let's bring like a cultural fashion back. I'll even call it like a Dapper Dan vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like a new Dapper Dan mm-hmm. joint. Like I mean, like this is like a 
this is an industry where it is perfectly acceptable to come out on stage in basketball shorts. Right. <laughs> it right. is perfectly acceptable to do that. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. Like, yeah. and that's that's cool to me. I mean, like, I like when somebody is different by doing something that we know about. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's not really too different to be fashionable. Right. But it is different in the way that they do it, the, the way manner you do they it. do it. And ASAP, um, with uh, with his tape dropping in 2011 when we were freshmen in, in high yeah, school. Yeah, we talked about that one. Yeah, I remember I when I when that tape dropped, he was one of those one of those few you get when you're like, all right, I'm sticking with this guy. He's gonna be. Oh something. yeah, no, it's like I'm watching your career. Yeah, and top to bottom, I'm here. And he's from New York, and it's like he even talked about it himself, especially in that tape where he even takes sounds from Houston, from all over the country, and he yeah. said, I want to make it diverse. That's what I don't want to sound good. Yeah, man. I don't want to sound like just another New York rapper. I want to be like a global rapper. And That's really um, going to be your longevity in the game when it exactly. comes down to it. When it's yeah. like, a, yeah, no, but my fan base knows I'm I'm good anywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. I sound good in speakers in any city. Yeah. That's yeah. real crucial. I think that's crucial with music. I think that's also why I drift towards conscious music a lot, too. Because, like, that's, it doesn't matter your location. It doesn't yeah, matter where no. you came from. That shit's going to be hot. But, like, yeah, when yeah. it comes to rappers who are trying to establish tones, and mm -hmm. I would say that ASAP Rocky does have his own tone, like, he's not trying to fit into anything no, so much no. as he was like a... Like, fucking Problems is a great example. Yeah. Because just the way the beat hits, the way the chorus hits, like, the way Drake slides on the verse, you can tell that's engineered. And yeah, I mean, yeah. like, that's on his project, so I'm going to give him total credit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it, like, those rappers are great for what they added to it, but it was not going to come together without the vision of the right. person whose track it was. Right. And that's so dope to me, because, I mean, you think about, like, the sound is created from that, you can't really put that next to anything that was before it. Right, exactly. Like, there's very few beats that I could put where I know the rappers were going to lay down vocals and lay down the verses and the order and the way they did it because i mean mm -hmm. when kendrick comes on the end of that hoe yeah you're like oh my god that's how you shut down a beat and yeah, he, yeah, yeah he 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 leads the flow in as well asap's verse is crazy all around good track and all around good artists i mean that yeah, album yeah. really set a fucking tone yeah and when that era was popping the beast coast where it's him it's joey badass you know all the pro era flapper zombies i think i mentioned joey badass in the last one yeah because he was like down on my list he's low low 50s yeah 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 but yeah, he yeah, and um, I don't know. He just ASAP and that whole crew just fit in perfectly in their own lane, but together with that Beast Coast thing. For real, where it's man. like you have Pro Era with the bars, you got Flapper Zombie with their sort of off the wall style, and then I you got ASAP with just yeah, dude, oh, Flatbush, dude. Oh, Flatbush. I love Flatbush. <laughs> but yeah, how about you? Uh, I was trying to see if I could stay on the same coast. I can, Jaylek. JLEC, yeah, one of those guys. I mean, JLEC is somebody where if I had a project, he would he would have already been on my list. Yeah, it's one of those. I don't know if I did. I say that in the last episode. There's a possibility. You, I, I think you talked about JLEC. I think I did too. But look, he deserves two mentions because he doesn't have a project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think I did because I do have a little scratch next to it. So I'm gonna go ahead and say Kaz. I'm gonna switch Kaz. Okay, yeah. Kaz, and I'm gonna put him in the same boat as uh, Reason because I reason. think I said Reason last episode. Yeah. And like I love them both. Like I think, and I talk. I've talked before. I know on at least another podcast about mm -hmm. that. And then shit, since we over there, Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, dude. <laughs> since we over there, like <laughs> I do love Isaiah Rashad. I love us, um, bro. Uh, what's the Nelly? Nelly, Nelly by Isaiah yeah. Rashad and West Savannah. Yeah, dude. Can West we Savannah. Fall in love with Southern playlist, banging through the night. I oh just like this summer for some reason that 
I heard it in a different way and I like replayed it. Happened like, to me last year. Yeah, last like year, this exact times. time, bro. I was like, we, I was in the, I was in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'll never yeah, forget because yeah. I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Came in on my shuffle mm-hmm. while I was driving, and I literally was like, man, that's hitting different today. Mm-hmm. Like the way the beat hit, the way the uh, what's the part where the I travel yeah. for you? I was like, yeah. man, did that has that always sounded that yeah, exactly. like that one part right there? Yeah, really is what made me go, damn. Yeah, yeah. And then if you got the sun shining when you it's, hear it, it's, it's game like over. instant nostalgia. Like it sends you to that place. Yeah, and I think that's what he felt off the beat. Because I yeah. mean, to even name it West Savannah, that's a yeah. very popular Outcast song for those mm-hmm. who don't know. And I did like it'll be in the playlist for this week because that shit is amazing. We'll put both of them back to back. Yeah, uh, that but whole, like yeah, the Sylvia Jesus. demo. It's it. I've noticed that it's really. Hold on, what's up, Ronnie Drake? Ronnie Drake. Ooh. Yeah, Brad Jordan, who's Scarface from Houston. It's like that tape was really him, like, reminiscing on his on his life. And uh, <clears throat> what's the, the song that really got him signed to TDE? Uh, um, oh, are you talking about if I could pay my bills, I'm good, I'm coming over. Was nah, that the, it was that, the one. No, that was after. That was after the sign. That was the one. That's uh, for the squad. You gonna do it? You gonna do it for the squad? <laughs> he um he really caught my attention with uh with the. Let's see if I can bring it up. Sorry for the dead air. No, nah, you guys are good. He's walking through a... Um, they're, they're still listening. They hear your clicks. He's a, oh, my God. Free lunch. Just now that Free I'm lunch. Oh, I shot you down. I yep. shot you down. Um, I was really impressed by I shot you down. That was really the first I heard of him. And then from that point on, I've just been following him. And, um, you know, when it comes to TD, I think he fits in there perfectly. I think everybody in TD. Every, yeah, and and in Dreamville. Pe- those are two labels that are carefully crafted. I yeah. think it's also the same way people felt about Bad Boy and uh, Death Row. Yeah, yeah. Um, Heavenly Father. Just minus great. the death. Minus the death. And the row. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Isaiah can wrap his ass off, and I think he's he's good in his own lane. I really do like him a lot. He's awesome, man. And when you put SZA behind anybody, oh, yeah. the track is going to fucking shine. Work dude. perfectly. You know who work perfectly together? Mm. And I'll use this to uh, actually. You got any more? You got any more uh, honorables before I, before I do this beautiful transition? <laughs> um, this beautiful segue. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna lump them in, and it's it's sort of hard to do that. But for Houston, I got to give more love to Houston because yeah, obviously, man. shouts them out. There's so many rappers like like Lil Kiki, Lil Flip. Um, Paul Wall, even Paul uh, Wall, millionaire. All these rappers, Slim Thug. I put them in this category because in Houston they are legends. They are pure legends. Who everybody, even if their songs are from like '94, they're still being played like it's brand new. And you know, just being so ingrained in that Houston culture, I've learned so much from from that music scene. They really don't care about the fame. They don't care about being global. Their whole thing is if I can be a legend from where I'm from. If that, my block love me. Yeah, like I that means a me. lot to them. And the respect that they have across that city is just so legendary. That's what that's why people love Houston though. Yeah. Because they so, realize when you go down there, it's like a oh, y'all like me? Yeah. It's yeah. different love. Yeah, and they're just a pioneer, especially DJ Screw, a pioneer of a sound that oh, has been Hell yes. Come on, bro. Yeah. Chopped and screw. I Chopped love screwed. Yeah. I ain't even gonna lie. I love chopping and screw yeah. music. I don't yeah. know I don't know how to not like when I hear hot songs, like motherfuckers don't see it because I don't drop them all the time. Yeah. I sit in my house and like if I hear a good song, yeah. it's like let's go chop that. Like, yeah. It must be. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like it's I have like my turntables haven't have a setting for chopping. Oh really? Like I have a I have a entire mapping just mm-hmm. for chopping and screwing music. Yeah, and I mean that was created in Houston and 
like I said, has been has been used. They said Rocky used it. Um, Everybody's used. Everyone's used it. Come Drake on, T Pain got a song called Chopped and Screwed. It's not really even Chopped and Screwed. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. It's really just chopped. I forgot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for the screw part. Yeah, like, yeah. I, maybe it's just the low vocal. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe just that one low. Shorty go mm-hmm. chop. Yeah. Maybe that's the. I don't know. But, but like, yeah, they they did it all themselves without a label. They they made they did it. it. They it made all sounds. They made real shit. Man. And sold those that's tapes out of their trunks, and it was just it's it's a hustle, dude. It's like a whole thing. Go look into uh into Houston, man. Definitely. We're gonna add some songs to this week's playlist from Houston as well to give and, some shout outs. Yeah, if you like Astro World, you're listening to Houston music. Pretty much. Because he really does put on Houston in that in that album. There's a lot of local references. If you guys watch the Sicko Mode video, that's all filmed in Houston. True. He films a lot of it outside of Screwed Up Records, uh TJ Screw's shop that's still there. Yeah, man. Travis Scott is probably the biggest Houston rapper right now, and he's putting it on for the city. And that Who's album, the biggest Houston rapper before that, Paul Wall. Paul Wall, Chameleonaire had his his moment. Millionaire, yeah. I forgot Millionaire about Millionaire. Yeah, um, Slim Thug. I'm a I'm a boss has been parodied. Nobody knows that that's originally a Slim Thug song. I'm yeah. a boss. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. Slim Thug is like an OG. They're all OGs. It's so weird. Um, who else? Oh yeah, OG is fuck. Yeah. I don't know about oh, specifically the boss. Um, Ghetto Boys is from Houston. Mind totally, playing tricks on me? Totally is, yeah. man. That's gonna be in the playlist. Mind playing tricks on me. We're Mind not even gonna talk about classic. that. But that's the salute. Yeah, dude. Um Ghetto Boys, Scarface is part of Ghetto Boys. Yeah, man. Because what did uh Big Boy Big Boy even said in the line? He said grew up on the Ghetto Boys and the Underground Kings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come UGK. On, bro. Like these oh, are UGK real, as well. These but... are real lines. Like... Yeah. UGK is from Port Arthur, PA, Texas, which is like the it's it's a little bit away from Houston, but they rep Houston, and everyone in Houston loves UGK, obviously. Dude, UGK, I feel like UGK legends. might be the biggest. Yeah, out. they're definitely the biggest. Because if we, cause if you do count them, because I mean they are like by way of Houston famous. Oh, of course, of course. So it's yeah, like yeah. A, I would count them because, like, yeah, I yeah. mean, when you think about the hits, because we already talked about uh, because Ti had the salute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The front, back, side, to side, mm-hmm. bro. They, yeah. They real and international I mean, players anthem. Look, new. Oh my god, <laughs> that's in the playlist. Yeah, that's been in so many playlists. Yeah, that yeah. one always. That's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites, bro. Until players anthem. Yeah, you, and I know exactly <laughs> how to type it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to make sure you got that a little apostrophe in there. But look, let's get back to the list. And uh, my other transition's gone, but it's cool. I got another segue <laughs> since we're talking about Houston. I got to throw, and I know this one's in yours too. Yeah. but he's probably lower on mine. Pimp C. Pimp C. Yeah, and Bun B. I got them both, so I will take two hits. I'll say Pimp C's at my 23. I'm going to say that he's up there. Yeah, I don't have an exact number, nor <laughs> nor do I feel as if making a number right now would make me. Uh, this podcast would be four hours. Yeah. If you want me to number these, <laughs> it would be four hours. Yeah, Pimp C. Go ahead, talk about Pimp. Oh, Pimp C, cold as fuck, bro. Come on. Pimp C is, is historic. He like, is. I mean, like, honestly, rest in peace, first of yeah, all. Because, like, if you've heard Pimp C, even if you haven't heard Pimp mm-hmm. C, it's one of those. Like, you don't know it because he's part of a group. He's part of UGK. They didn't really separate too much. And when yep. they did, it was like a Pimp C was the one coming out and then Bun B like, kept on after yeah. he had passed and things like that. Yeah. But, like, Pimp C, I mean, like, I'm just thinking of, like, memorable lines that he yeah. has. And when you think about uh, what's that Pimp C verse that's in my head right now, uh, the one on uh, Big Pimpin' with Jay Z. Oh, of course. Um, like I used it as a when I was <coughs> one of my first songs I ever made. I I used that. You had a Pimp C. You had a Pimp C salute in your first yeah. track ever. Kendrick uses it too. He uses um which smoking, one? Pulling up, up, keep that, that lean up. up. Yeah, that's in uh that's in the track. Yeah, uh, I don't fuck don't with yeah, blow my high. 
And yeah. that's on section 80. That's the smoking eye poem. Yeah. Uh, keep that lean up in my cup. Yep. All my car got leather and wood in my mm-hmm. hood. We, we call, call it, it bro. bro. Everybody want a ball. Holla at brawls yeah. at the mall. He's bro. quoted by a lot of rappers. That's because he's dope. I mean, yeah. like, he's up there when it comes to, like, actual skill with the pen. Yeah. Like, he's got skill with the pen, and it doesn't fail. Like, because, no. I mean, like, even when you think about his uh, his verse on International's play, International Plays, yeah. come on, bro. Like, he, yeah. he will shut your track down. Yeah, don't he's worry. Not, it's like, like cool. It's like he's cool. It's the it's the yin and yang flow that they have in UGK. Yeah, because when you hear Bun, you like, oh, that's rough rap. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he trying to. That, he sound like a killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pimp C come in on some thug shit yeah. with you. Like, <laughs> he'll come in and just be like, ah, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> One of my favorite verses of all time, and I still play it like almost weekly, is a uh, diamonds and wood. Ooh. And the reason I like that song so much is because. Pimp C is kind of known for that, like, almost like a cartoon, like, very grandiose style. But it's one of those songs that's so introspective and so deep, and it gives you that, like you said, yin and yang. But uh, it's yin and yang about, like, the street life, but really what it does to you mentally. Yeah. And, like, kind of like the mind playing tricks on me, where it's and like... Who, and who is going that deep? Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> he ends the song by saying, I'm smoking skunk and popping the trunk to make me feel good. That's all like, that makes him bro, feel good at that point. Like... I'm popping trunk, smoking skunk, popping the trunk to make me feel good. And it's crazy because like a lot of Pimpsey bars can go overheads. Yeah, they could yeah, just yeah. they could go clear over your shit yeah, if you're yeah. not if your ears are on basic. That's my favorite. Yeah. Time, if your ears are on basic, your ears are on basic. But yeah, because like he he really is a rapper. And uh, what was the he he was really famous for? Uh, was it was it his watch in the source? Who whose watch oh, was yeah. it in the source? I think it was his watch because we like they reference the source watch a are you lot. Talking about. Um, when Chris Rock says it in the Kanye song, yeah, he was watching the sauce. He had this song. Oh, no, I think he, he was talking such an accent. It sounds like he's saying sauce. He had that watching the sauce. Um, really quickly, really quickly, while he um looks that up, listen to Riding Dirty '96 classic album. It just had its uh its anniversary this year. Oh, um, true. Go listen to Riding Dirty. That's like their. If you're gonna listen to any album by them, listen to Riding Dirty. Definitely. Um, too Hard Man. to Swallow, their first album. Um, pocket Full of Stones, everyone knows that song. Got a pocket full of stones. Um, but yeah, dude, both Man. of them. Trill, too. If you know the word trill, that's yeah, that's from them, that's okay? Them. Trill. Trill. All day. True and real. Trill. Oh my God, man. Rest in peace. Like, just honestly, looking at looking at pictures of them right now, bro. Like, dude. Chad Butler. This is like that's that was a real loss in the community, bro. Yeah, like man. y'all y'all can't even understand unless you really understand music. Like the underground kings are for real, for real legends. And bro. codeine, you know. Unfortunately, that's not. Yeah, they glorified yeah. it, but every rapper nowadays talks about codeine, talks about syrup, talks about scissor. Scissor. That's a southern thing, and unfortunately, that's part of the reason why Pimpsey's not here. Yeah. But they made it famous. They talked about it. That is a purely Houston, Southern Texas thing. Yeah. And um, sipping on some scissor, a classic song with three six that they do. Three six. Three and, six. Shout out. Three six. Shout out. Southern. Juicy J gonna poke it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Pimpsey definitely, definitely great. One of the greats. Definitely, man. Now uh, to get into the list, uh, E forty. <sighs> E40. E40 is in my bottom yeah, 50. area. He has so many unique words he's made up. Dude, yeah. When it comes to, like, on, making a trend or, like... On Tuck. 
Yeah, like just a vocabulary. I got that shit on tuck. Yeah, dude. He's, That's him, bro. He's really, really good. And, and I um, love his weird rap flow. Oh yeah, yeah. I love his. I love his coming in and out with a beat like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a. He's very <laughs> haters unique. throw shade like a sun visor. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. He's super unique with him and Too Short holding down the Bay Area. Oh yeah, man. Oh, shout out Too Short. I'm gonna say rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. We've been saying rest in peace. Yeah. I fucking hate that, man. Yeah, that's weird. Man, man. rappers take care of yourselves. Yeah, please. Um. Who else you got? E40. Uh, E40 um, was my pick right there. These honorable mentions are in the list. These are in the list, man. Okay. I mean, we're bottom of the list. Like, this right. is the bottom of my 50. I'm trying to go with, like, the least, like, popular, and then we'll work, work our way up. Um, I'm kind of going in that way, but some shit just might get said, because we got a lot. Like, I respect everybody here. Yeah, exactly. Hard. Uh, I'm going to say MF Doom. Ooh, that's a good top 50. He's definitely not in my top 50. Yeah. Though, but he's, he's a good one, man. MF yeah. Doom got some of the craziest fucking beats, bro. I mean, Jesus Christ. him and Mad Lib just work together perfectly. Yeah, no, I mean, like, name a better duo, bro. Yeah. Like, and then, like, Mad, uh, Mad Lib on the Freddie Gibbs project. Exactly. I was getting vibes from that. Like, I was getting those kind of vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most like, of, where it's like that production is full. Yeah, like, most of MF Doom songs are Mad Lib produced. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like. Another one of those rappers, rappers, your favorite rappers, rapper, like Tyler Earl. Your favorite rappers, your favorite rappers, like persona in music. Yeah. <laughs> like he's yeah. one of those people. Yeah. Cause it's like, man, from the mask to the track. Yeah. 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 Like, come on, man. He's he literally crazy. doing it because it's lo- like he loves to do it. Oh, yeah. You could tell. He was on Stretching Ball Beto back in the yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. MF Doom. He's and, one of um, those lyricists that really came up over there, too. Oh, and talk about lyrics that go over people's heads. MF Doom is like. Oh, all of them. All bro. he's trying to do. You yeah. can't. If your ears are on basic, you don't like him. Yeah. So when motherfuckers tell me they don't like MF Doom, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and the flow is pretty divisive. Oh, very divisive. Very I, would, I would say that. But, like, I feel like that's been a trend on a lot of our list. Yeah. Like, for even the bottom 50 it's the standout flows that really really help you and i mean like i wouldn't even say help you so much as that's what that's what makes me go yo that's history yeah like because who else is about to come in here and do that and if somebody does it after you you get my credit right my credit's going towards you and And, um you know with the whole mask thing if you guys don't know mf doom wears a dr doom mask he does he grew up loving comic books and the reason he wears the mask is because he wants you to focus on the music not yeah not not him. the person which i fully stand by i love it man yeah it's it's like focus on my skill don't don't worry about what i look like it leaves it leaves like a part out there it leaves something for you to go like oh so like he cares that much about his lyrics. Yeah, yeah. So I should care that much about his lyrics. You know, right. that's how I felt about it. Because I mean, I was always wondering about the mask, and then when you yeah. find out, he's like, "Nah, dude, I want you to focus on my raps." Yeah. You're like, "Holy shit!" Like I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna listen. Like shit, yeah. it really makes you go back and notice. And we'll definitely include some MF Doom tracks in here. Yeah. That's mandatory. Mad villainy. Go listen to that. It's probably one of the most iconic album covers. When you see it, you'll see it. Oh yeah, you'll Mad know it. Villainy. You'll know that shit. Yeah. Uh, let me throw another person out here. We were talking Southern, so I, I see one Southern one right here mm-hmm. that needs to be on the list. Big Crit. Big Crit. Big talk, Crit. See, it's like... Catalactica? Dude, Catalactica? talk about Southern grind. Like, Bruh. it's just relentless. Like, Southern guys just have this weird hustle. They don't know how to stop. Exactly. And I fucking love it. Because, yeah. like, he just came out with his new album, Mississippi, and it stands for yeah. Maybe I'm So Southern I Scare Ignorant People's Perceptions of Independence. <laughs> exactly. He made a yeah. whole acronym, and I know we did an episode where I couldn't remember that, but yeah, I yeah. definitely know it now. Because yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I have to know that. Yeah, but, man. like, he's dope. He put Carlos Miller Chico Bean on the album. Mm-hmm. He 
continues to go crazy on the bars. He's got yeah. a track with Cole and Kendrick called They Ready from uh, DJ Khaled Project mm. where he comes in and it's almost like I heard Cole already. I heard Kendrick already. Yeah. What can you show me? Right. And he goes, I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love Crit, man. Like, and I remember when he uh, he did uh, Five on it back mm-hmm. in the day. That was the first track I heard. It was a little, yeah, like, yeah. Lucy. I downloaded off some website. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, this is the shit. I love you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and he's one of those guys, man. He's he's a spitter. And who knows as to why he's not getting the shine that he gets. That he, he deserves. deserves. He's getting some of it now. Yeah, but I mean, he's, like, but he's been around for a while, and he's been killing it. He is. I consider him OG. Yeah, like I yeah, consider yeah. him to be a full blown like you've been in the game, you've got your stripes for me. Yeah, like and that's just real. Who else you got down here? Um, let's see, let's see. Well, up here now. Um, I'm gonna say school IQ. Interesting pick. Yeah. So Why? I, <laughs> yeah, I really was blown away by schoolboy and the reason being is because i I think it's a trend where i like people who are perceived as one thing but if you listen to their albums they're an entirely different thing entirely different people yeah and oxymoron when that came out and like all of his mixtapes before that collard green he knows yeah dude it's so like he knows that balance of i'm gonna give you street shit that's really what he knows. But then I'm going to take you deeper into my psyche, and you're going to find out why I do the things I do, why I'm addicted to this thing. Like, I was just listening to uh, Oxymoron again, but it's just— Studio I, on that one is what put him oh, on. God. And I was like, bro, yeah. I was like, bro, he snapped. Like, that was one of the songs where you go, that deserves radio play, and it got yeah, radio play. Yeah, Like, that track was the shit, man. Yeah. And, like, and then he got that little, I'm going to put this— yeah. I was like, man, how yeah. you make that shit sound so groovy? Yeah, and you know he's he also has a really good ear for production, which I, I appreciate when rappers really know how to pick beats. I noticed that on the new album, definitely. Yeah, crash, crash the new album, new album didn't get as much love no, as, I, as I felt it deserved. But I was like, yeah, this, this shit's smacking. Yeah, and it took so long for him to make it, but obviously he was like the really num num juice didn't give me a lot of hope though. I'm not gonna lie, because the num num juice, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, okay, this this crazy Q. I like crazy Q, yeah. but like that sounds like a crazy Q can't get a whole album in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I need like. I need you to give me bars. Like, yeah, yeah. Bar it down. Dangerous. Kill, kill the beats. With Kid Cudi is mm-hmm. one of my standout favorites. Oh my god, dude, Kid Cudi. He can. He can come on any track and really just bless can. your shit. Yeah. Like he just comes in and just like, ah, oh, yeah, that's gonna be everybody's <laughs> favorite. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that and Crash. Um, it actually flips a DJ Premier sample, which I really like. Um, shout out DJ Premier. Yeah. We shout out so much every episode. I love yeah. it. I like it. Everybody deserves <laughs> shout outs. Out. This is what I've been waiting on. I've been yeah. waiting for a place to just shout out people all the time. <laughs> Why not but, do it? Yeah, I just love. He has that weird balance of being a certain character, but he can also be very artsy. And I don't know. I've always been such a huge fan of Schoolboy. I've always been uh, the first to listen to whatever he comes out with. And uh, he's really, really good, man. He's one of my favorites. Always he's has dope, been. man. Uh, I'm trying to think of who I could say after Schoolboy. You know, I'll I'll say a ooh. No, I'm just gonna say one that I I know you probably don't have. Ludacris. Yeah, don't have ludicrous. <laughs> ludicrous. Yeah, ludicrous. Now my my uh, my reasoning. Yeah, there's another renaissance man. Here. Yeah, ludicrous is. And we're gonna have an, we gotta have an episode soon about rapper actors. Yeah, man. I think it's maybe actors. maybe the thirtieth time I've said it. Yeah, but like <laughs> ludicrous can act. He can rap. He's dope. 
like come on man like he's he's good at what he does oh yeah everywhere he does it mm-hmm. and like Ludacris is one of those people where i'm like shit i gotta say something like i yeah. gotta say Ludacris. because like think about the tracks he didn't gave us get back motherfucker. what's your fantasy splash waterfall dude i mean what he did with usher and what's the what's one? why am i blanking it's one of the most famous songs of all time Oh yeah, shit uh, Yeah, I what? forgot he was on that So give me the rhythm and it'll be off with their clothes They bend over to the front and touch their toes what? Come on Man. What? What's the name of that? It's called Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. said Yeah like oh, 30 okay. You thought I was I thought you were like, yeah, that song No, That's yeah. so beautiful for the podcast I'm looking at his profile You know he was born in Champaign, Illinois? He was born by Champaign Did his parents go to school there? That's crazy to me, dude Did his parents go to school there? Was he just like a college baby? <laughs> That's wild. And then what? He went to school in Oak Park? This is the first I've ever heard of He's this. from here. And then moved to Virginia, went to high school there, and then went to Atlanta. Wow. What the f- My I mom. didn't know this. When was Luda over here? And he's also a distant cousin of Richard Pryor. What the fuck? Went to Georgia State University and studied music management. Did he graduate? No, only went two years. Only went one year. That's all you need. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, anyway, more reasons as to why Ludacris should be. In this. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's the facts crazy, that I didn't even know, and I already had him in here. Yeah, dude. And then you end up in a Fast and Furious movie. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, and you do the soundtrack and get the back end. Yeah, but I mean, dude, his first uh, what was it? Uh, Chicken and Beer. Yep. Um, the one starving to peace. Yeah, but dude, he has so many hits with the Neptunes. Yep, like a lot of hits with the Neptunes. Shake your money maker, like somebody about to yeah, pay. Yeah, man. Um, and he was also part of that Southern takeover without cast, and you know, early two thousands when the Southern people were really. Oh yeah, no, nah, he on. came up hard with the Southern shit. Cause I yeah, mean, yeah. what was the one? Uh, move, bitch. Yeah, yeah bro. Everybody, Everyone knows that. It's like in everybody the... and they, bro. My pops had the Red Light District album. They oh yeah, to, Red Light District. Yeah, my, my pops used to pull up to the my, my pops gets a golf course song all the time, and I mm-hmm. fucking love it. It's a dope. But he'll like get a song where he that's the song he pulling up to the golf course in <laughs> all summer with his homies. I remember the summer where it was number one spot, bro. Yeah, yeah. I heard that song so many times. I think that's the only reason I like that song now. Also, Blueberry Yum Yum is one of the best oh, beats ever made. God, ever made. man, pimping all over the world. He got Cat Williams on the end of that. Yeah. Nail oh in the yeah. I do love that song too. If you look down and his shoes have a buckle, <laughs> not pimping. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ludacris is a legend. Um, Ludacris is a legend, man. Like, and I mean, like, people really legend. forget that when he drops tracks like Vitamin D. Yeah. But like at the same time, you're like, bro, this this dude gave us what's your fantasy? Yeah, like, yeah. He gave us how low. Yeah. Like, yeah. you remember his revamp? It yeah. Was a good dude. revamp. Wow. And then he hit the uh, he hit the speed rap on the All I Do Is Win verse. Yeah, yeah. Chris going in on the verse because oh, I've never been defeated and I won't stop now. That was cold. And he was on the original version. <laughs> and then, um, I know, I'm thinking, yeah, Whole City Behind Us. I know he did a song with. Where oh, you at? That was the Boost Mobile ad. Yeah, yeah. Where you at? The Whole yeah. City Behind Us. North Side, East Side, and, West um, Side, Let's Ride. Where you up. at? That's what Stand I was up. Kanye West produced. When I move, you move. That's like one of the most famous like, like freestyle beats ever. Oh, yeah, it's a cold Stand freestyle up. beat. Yeah, it makes me think of... Uh, it makes me think of uh, like all of the Step Up movies. <laughs> the Rat Basement? Or like, yeah. Oh, my God. You talking about like the... Uh, t- oh, what was it? City? Tigger? Yep, that one. Yeah, Tigger. Back um, in the day. 
Oh, because Kanye did a freestyle. That's why. Okay, so he did, Kanye. He did a little backpack joint down there. I remember that. He's wearing the backpack, freestyled over his own beat. That was already a ludicrous one. He freestyled over all his own beats. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally Freshman Adjustment yeah, 1 yeah. and 2. 06, um, 06 Bonnie and Clyde. He made that, then he went over it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 06 Bonnie and Clyde. For, um, yeah. He was my girlfriend. <laughs> um, What are we talking Who about? Who else you got down here? Speaking of Big O, I'm going to say Big O. Yeah, Big O? I do. I didn't put Big O on there. You know, Matt Respect, though. Rest in peace as well. Dude, and he's like, one of those guys. It's like, why? Well, he died early. That's another reason. But, but like, why weren't y'all listening to him then? Why aren't y'all still why aren't you listening to him now? Yeah, like, um, I found him at a really early age, and it was the legendary Stretch and Bobito, Big L, Jay-Z, 10-Minute Freestyle. One of the best lines I've ever heard. I'm so ahead of my time. My parents haven't even met yet. Bro, come <laughs> on, man! Big, like, big L, the Big L Jay Z freestyle is one of the most watched. It is the most watched live freestyle. It is the most <laughs> streamed live freestyle. It's the most viewed live freestyle. Yeah, like you got to keep in mind, people weren't doing live freestyles on radio until Stretch and Bobita. Yeah, and for Big L and Jay Z to come in and be like, "We're just gonna bar it." Dude, like we're just gonna go bars. crazy, and they didn't let nobody whack on. Yeah, no. Like nobody whack was on. Lauren Hill was on there before she was Damn. famous. Like, come on, the Fugees, why Clef yeah. got famous off that joint? Because they only wanted Lauren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they was like, shit. Well, if we got to take that nigga, <laughs> we got to take yeah, that nigga yeah. Why Clef and Prize. Well, you know, we'll do it. Like yeah. shit. And then they came on. They was like, bro, these motherfuckers go crazy. Yeah, and uh, Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous is one his. The only album released when he was alive, there's a posthumous album called The Big Picture, but Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous, almost every song is like just lines that still haven't been reached like so, so good. And um, yeah, I remember just obsessing over him and wanted to learn everything I could about him. And um, I hate saying it, but again, one of those rappers who it's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper it is um jay-z has talked about him i mean jay-z you know was with him jay-z rapped alongside him yeah that respect is there yeah that's how you know it's real yeah jay-z is one of those people where you're like he's big enough to say whatever he wants and he'll yeah. still pay respects to big l yeah big l is just like jesus one of the best man man since we talking about it, i got jay-z down i got jay-z up here yeah Jay-Z is got, up yeah, here on my list. He's pretty high up in mind. That man, look, we could exclude everything made. <laughs> we could exclude everything made after 2006. I still <laughs> love him. Yeah, man. And we could exclude everything. Well, you we can't exclude stuff before it. But I'm saying, like, I'd still love him with the shit he's put out now. Jay-Z is mad consistent, <clears throat> in my opinion. Like, he's that got a, dude. He's that got dude, a couple duds, but oh, definitely, it doesn't even matter. Definitely. But you can, you can give me a couple duds. When you make so many fucking albums, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I feel the same way with Lil Wayne. Like yeah, I mean, like Lil Wayne is one of those people where it's like, oh shit, he's got lots of music, but yeah. like I don't care about your duds because your hits are legit gold. Yeah, like yeah. I'm talking like when you could you could talk about like the bad tracks from a couple of Jay Z's albums, but then you could go that dude gave you Big Pimpin', that dude <laughs> yeah, gave you exactly. O Three Bonnie and Clyde, gave like you Buddy gave you Blueprint life. One Two Three, yeah. like. He gave you the blackout. Yeah. Like, come on. The black yeah. album? Come on, man. Reasonable Doubt is really one of my favorites. Too. Man, what was album. the other one? Kingdom Come? Kingdom Come, American Gangster. Yeah. American Gangster. Eh. God Hits. God it's hits. God Hits. <laughs> I was one of the only people that liked Magna Carta Holy Grail, where it was like the the you, weird you are. Samsung album. You are. It was weird. I don't know why. I just, that whole summer, I played it like on I believe repeat. you did. And it was like, it's, I don't know. I liked it. And, I bet uh, you did. I, 444, I, I loved. 444 was pretty tight. I'm not going to say I loved it, but I definitely do enjoy his OG-ness. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, it wasn't, it's not bad. 
It's, yeah. it's just not like critical. Like it shouldn't be critically acclaimed in my yeah, opinion. It was really good though. But it was like a no. Nah, this is a, this is an OG's turn. Like yeah. it's an OG OG album. He laid it out the way it was supposed to be laid out. Said what he needed to say, and then you know, got the fuck out. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I mean, obviously, like you said, the uh, the blueprints. Oh, all the blueprints. All, I mean, if all we didn't the have Kanye. The blue- yeah, exactly. If we didn't Blue have Jay Z, we wouldn't have Kanye. If we didn't exactly. have Jay Z, we wouldn't have J Cole. Exactly. Man. Um, yeah, I mean, Jay-Z, obviously, OG, probably the most OG rapper right now of our lifetime. Him and Definitely. Nas, probably. Living Legends. Living Legends. Nas, just... Nas also premiered on the Stretch and Bobbito show mm-hmm. Illmatic, which is my new button on my hat. Mm, yeah. He premiered Illmatic on there with Stretch DJ in it, and that's, yeah. that's cold as hell, too. He's got some unreleased freestyles that happened on there as well. Yeah, um, but Jay, I was just listening to the Blueprint 3 on the way here. Um, still just one of my favorites has, has everything, man. He has that grandiose style. He has that uh, high fashion. If you want high fashion, he's got that. If you want bars on bars, he's got bars. Obviously got the death of auto tune, death of auto tune gets into that category of people that can't, they don't even write like Wayne. Yeah, it like, doesn't write bars. Doesn't down. write bars it's down. All off the top of the head, and I mean, like that's like a gift to me. That's like when you really know people are gifted. It's man, like, you really like, dude. If you if you can take away the pen and paper, and yeah. you can still produce amazing hits. Like yeah. I'm talking, like this is off the top of your head. So when you go into a studio session, you might have some shit in your head, but you yeah. ain't got nothing on paper. Yeah, like that's a that's a level of penmanship, <clears throat> like where you can take out the pen. <laughs> yeah. And um, again, somebody who knows how to pick pick beats, and somebody who can put a producer on, put a put a lot of people on. If you're on his album, you're on. Put an anybody. Put an anybody on. <laughs> um, and you know, he's just. I mean, I think we've said. I mean, it's, you can go on for hours. Just all these countless reasons as to why he's one of the best. Dude, he's dope as shit. And I mean, since we're talking about it, I'm gonna just jump right into Lil Wayne because yeah, he's yeah. in here too. Of course. Like, since we yeah, just yeah. talked about that, no pen. Yeah, yeah. Bro, no pen. No, no pen. pen. How many? You know what? I'm gonna see how many albums Little Wayne's. You don't want to. I didn't want to see how many. You know what? How many mixtapes? Nah, dude. <laughs> Put it all together. What's the What's the tote? Okay, so that's gotta be. Oh no, it kind of seems. Okay, so he has put out in total all of his mixtapes, and who knows if there's some Lucy mixtapes. Of course, there um, are. Twelve studio albums, one collaborative album, three compilation albums, two EPs, and twenty mixtapes. What's that number? What's it, the numbers again? It's a, Okay, so we got 12 studio albums. Okay, 12. One collaborative album. 13. I can't think of who that is. Three. Oh, the one collaborative album is Kyler Grove. Oh, yeah. Okay. Three. So that's 13, and then plus three is 14. What's next? Two EPs. 14 plus two. 20 mixtapes. 16 plus 20. So 36 projects. 36 projects On the total. books. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is T. Wayne even included in there? Yeah, who but knows? Like, <laughs> that's what we know about. Lil yeah. Wayne has known 30, like, we've known. Oh, see, so now I was saying 25 mixtapes. So that's what I'm saying. Dude, so this number can go up. But yeah. I mean, like, um, like, the lowest number that we have right now is 36. Yeah, exactly. 36 total projects. That's, yeah. And let's say all of them were, were 10 tracks. That's yeah. a lot of fucking music. That's a lot of music. Like, and they're not, because the Dedication 6 Reloaded is definitely like 30 or 40 tracks. Yeah. And that's one mixtape. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so it, this dude's got songs. He's got discographies. And this isn't him throwing shit at a wall. This is just what happens when you've been in the game since you were 13 years old. Exactly. One of my friends the other day, he was very, I'll give it to him, he's not very educated with the rap music. He thought <laughs> thought that Little John predated Little Wayne with the Lils 
I just looked at him. I was like, you know, I'll give you Lil Wayne's name was for real, Lil Wayne, because he was legitimately a child. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It was like, no, this was our runner. Like, this was our, (laughs) this was the kid right here. Um, but legend when it comes to not only the amazing amount of music, um, he is one of those guys. He just put new. I I feel like with most of Wayne's mixtapes, it's like one set, like one linear session. Oh yeah, he's probably just like and let's sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously brought the world the Carter Three, which is regarded as one of the best one of the best albums ever made. I will say that it is one of the best it is albums one of the best made. albums ever made. Um, he's one of those cultural icons now, and has oh, brought yeah. us Drake, has brought us Nicki, has brought us countless Whoever other people. They brought us, yeah, exactly, <laughs> bro. It's it's a game, bro. Like it's literally like six degrees of separation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're actually. We're at, we've been recording for a while, man. Let's uh let's run off a couple of yours real quick. I'll run off a couple of mine. Okay, so I'm gonna a go a couple of ones that you don't need to deep dive on, but you like mad respect. Oh, and then we'll get a, and then we'll get a couple more deep dives okay. for the last little part. All of right, podcast. so Nas, obviously, yes, um, same. Tupac, obviously, got him in there. Um, Pac and Biggie though have that frozen in time thing, and I got both of them in there, but it's the like. If they if they were alive and those were their only albums, would they still be as famous? True, true. It's one of those things, and I mean, yeah. like that's that's. But they're on the list, yeah. Like because yeah, the yeah. music that we got, we had to listen to. Yeah, we had like that was all we had. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, no, you keep going, man. Um, damn. Jay Z already said push a T. That needs an explanation. <laughs> I'll right, do a quick one. Top twenty five. Top twenty five. Push a T. Say it. Um, push a T has in this weird time of rap music has come with bars and again we can talk about all these different elements to it i don't know why but push t has always been one of my favorites ever since uh you know clips obviously he wasn't like a standout back then but Mm -hmm. as the years went by and as good music started to form this this roster he to me stuck out as the rapper of all of those. I'll give you that. Everybody, I'll definitely give you that. Yeah, everybody in good music has their own reason as to why they're in that. They bring a certain thing to the table. Kanye brings this complete artist picture. Big Sean brings his own thing. Kid Cudi, <laughs> <laughs> Kid Cudi brings you know just his whole savior like speaks to the kids is melodic amazing shit together amazing hook maker uh tiana taylor brings her whole thing because she's kind of newish um but to me push the t was i'm a rapper's rapper even if he has been talking about coke for the past 20 years he's the best at talking about coke for the past 20 years (laughs) i i do like push it and i like him for that freestyle where that like we're introducing him on good music where they were on a funk master flex and i just talked about this on the yeah i just talked about this on the uh Neverland podcast that I was recording before this one, but that freestyle is dirty. That freestyle is beautiful. Yeah, man. And, and you can tell it's real. Like, and, yeah, especially in that era, I'm going to say you could probably credit a few of Kanye's verses to Pusha. I would say more Sci-Hi. than a few if I had to actually think about Kanye. What, I'm sorry? Go ahead. I'd probably say more than a few Oh, more than verses. a few, 100%. More than a few Let's verses. be real, dude. Pusha is, um, uh, what's the other one? Yeah, just Push the T has been one of my favorites. I thought okay. Infrared, not Infrared, um, the album that he came out with, what is it? Why am I Which blanking? one are you talking about? Last one just came Daytona? out. Daytona? Daytona. See, I'm Man, losing my mind. you're blanking hard today. I'm blanking super hard. But Daytona to me. Daytona, and you're the only one who ever stand for Daytona <laughs> exactly. in my studios, yeah, plural. Dude. Daytona. I've never heard anybody stand for, dude. for Daytona until you, man. 
And when he hit that stride with Kanye where it was like minimal beats that are produced by Kanye, numbers on the board, think about that. Yeah. And just hard, hard like raps with hard drums. I don't know, man. He he refreshed he refreshed something for me. And I still have a special place in my list for Pusha. I'm with that. Let me let me give a couple off real yeah. quick. So uh Kyle. Super duper Kyle. Wow. You're gonna give me a wow on that? Really? No, you know why? I know I know you love Kyle and uh, you've been even championing championing. I, him. I champion him for the fact of I know the dude can rap. Yeah, he can. And he that's the thing. Off. He doesn't he doesn't have to give me the conscious bars. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to give me it is the dude's gonna rap till he's dead. Yeah. I think that's I think maybe I have a lot of admiration for him for yeah. that fact because I've seen it. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where like you can you can see that that kid's gonna rap. Oh, forever. of course, of course. Uh, Slick Rick, we yeah. talked about him in the last episode, so I'll Definitely. say that one now because Slick Rick, one of the coldest MCs to have a touch of microphone. Yeah, and then somebody else we talked about in the last episode too is CeeLo. CeeLo, yeah, yeah, and CeeLo, and I'll even put down here. I also had Piggy and Pac like you did, mm-hmm. but down here I will also throw JID Jid. Oh yeah, Jid is one of those like. If we were talking before DiCaprio 2, his latest mm-hmm. album, he he was an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. DiCaprio 2 dropped, he's in the list. Yeah. And I'm putting him in the top 25 because, yeah, yeah. like, I've I've been listening to his bars, and they don't fail. Like, I mean, his album, uh, that Never Story, was cold mm-hmm. as fuck. Yeah, that was really good. And, um, I mean, it says a lot when J, when J. Cole's your co-son. Oh, yeah. Picks and you I mean, out like, of nowhere and is like... Like, the cosign is so real because, like, he was saying that, like, when they were down there, I think it was they were coming, they were coming to, like, sign up one of the two, Earth Gang or Jid. Yeah, yeah. And they all ended up coming. Yeah, yeah. And that's the real crazy part because Cole just pulled up in the studio and Jid was like, I was just sitting in there sleeping and <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. And I said, well, fuck it. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to show y'all I can rap, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's dope as hell. I love when people make opportunities like that. Yeah. And then one more I'll throw down here, uh, Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes, class. Buster like, Rhymes, eternal, yeah. eternally great rapper. Yeah, yeah. He's like, really good. that's that's not your rapper's favorite rapper. That's yeah, every, no. that should be everybody's. Yeah, <laughs> he should be in a favorite list. Yeah, dude, Busta. I think people really need to do the research. Like, <clears throat> uh, I believe if I'm getting this correctly, hip hop history. He was part of Leaders in the New School. One of um, the New York groups. Yeah, one of the one New York the groups. Huge, there were so many New York groups. Who was, yeah. he, was in the, he was in the one that had like 12 people. Yeah, leaders of the new school who was running with uh, Tribe Called Quest. He like He's an OG. Some like, of the Tribe Called Quest members were in leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like, I'm thinking right now. He was um, on Scenario. I was just about to say he Scenario. Was the, he was the final verse on Scenario. And he was, he's, he was saying that like, he was like, I was in the studio. I heard like 12 motherfuckers rap. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about was like, I gotta be different than yeah. all of y'all niggas. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And he was like, Well, I got on there and did it. And then come on, raw, raw like a dungeon dragon. That yeah. came back as a chorus for Nicki Minaj. Yeah. So And I've I mean, always like, said that we wouldn't have And uh as I rewind all the as I rewind all the juice from the mind, pick up will up, pick it back, come rewind. Oh, he hit that one. And I mean every person and their mother knows uh the Chris Brown song. What is it? Look at me now. Everyone knows. Look at oh me now. yeah, dude, that's, that's, like that's my that's my party culture. trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can rap that whole verse yeah, yeah. without <laughs> missing a beat. I can rap it without the music. Yeah, but that's because I love that verse yeah, so much. Because yeah. like people don't know, Busta's been speed rapping Forever. for a long yeah. time, man. Yeah. He just can't talk that fast. Yeah, like this is not an issue for him. He went on a Big Boy's Neighborhood uh-huh. and he like killed all his old songs, and it was just like shit, bro. Yeah, you yeah. still can do this. Yeah, he's still, like, still good. also. 
props to him for being able to like literally pull off a ball fade, but also <laughs> have dreads down to his ass. Yeah. Because when Buster Rhymes came into the game, he was skinny as shit. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, he was skinny as yeah, shit. Yeah, he was skinny as shit. He only wore track suits, and his his and dreads his too. dreads went down to his ass. He flavor his in the dreads ear. were so long. <laughs> flavor in the ear remix, one of my favorite songs. I'm like just going into my my hard drive right now. Um, <laughs> kills it and. Me and my he's uh, got one with Eminem called "Calm Down." That's you showed me that. Slap, you showed me that. That was crazy. One, bro. And uh, wasn't oh, I always say that without um, Busta Ski Master Slump God wouldn't be here. Ooh. If you think about every Ski Master Slump God video, go look at every Busta Rhymes video because Busta Rhymes really was like Busta weird, was all of that like shit, weird. I don't think I, yeah, because like if you ever go watch the video for "Give Me Some More" by Busta, one of the weirdest. Oh scariest, my god, dude, that shit gave yeah. me nightmares as a child. Dude, but like, yeah. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. Um, definitely, yeah, deserves deserves a spot on the list. Um, I'm trying to see who else. Man, I can't avoid these names. I'm just going to start rattling them off. Yeah, I'm going to give them saying. quick. I've been trying to avoid, but, like, it's <laughs> like, ah. Oh. I'm going to give them quick ones. Um, Gambino, and Ooh, here's why. Yes. Gambino, he's on my list, too, so yes. we dive a bit. Okay. We save time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can both dive. Okay, so. That's also not the real time. We got about an extra 10. Okay. Gambino. Just give my quick two cents. I've been following Gambino since he was an actor. Same. Um, community. Community. I did my research, and I found out that he had all these mixtapes before that were sort of these mixtapes where he would rap over music that he liked. It's kind of hard to explain. So all these indie bands that he would like, he would leave their vocals on. He would literally record raps over... Over people's vocals. Over people's vocals. And, it, like, what it actually popped him was that Adele joint, too, yes, right? Yes, yes. And, and it's like, bro, you just rapped over everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he had these mixtapes called I'm Not a Rapper, and he would record these while he was still a writer for 30 Rock, and he was still going mm-hmm. to uh, NYU. And um, the one that really solidified uh, my... My idea of he can really be something was Cul de Sac. I still play that album to this day. Yeah, Cul de Sac. That's one that had the Adele verse, the Adele song. Because what is he saying? Uh, come back to me like hipsters to blog spot. That, yeah. that is what made me go, damn, Gambino, go crazy. I remember yeah. listening to that in my car for the first time I'd ever heard it. Yeah, yeah. and him just going because like the whole song plays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's damn near the whole Adele track mm-hmm. with a new beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just goes stop. And Gambino <laughs> comes. And you just go, what the yeah. fuck is this? And he was yeah, he was really good at like mixing that quote unquote hipster stuff. Like a lot of his early stuff is very hipster, but it mixes it with like pure love for hip hop. He's very very hipster. Um, and it's weird because that's like common. Like we're we're okay with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, called the blew my mind. And then obviously fast forward to things like Because the Internet, which is one of the best concept albums I've ever heard, Man. especially with the script. Can we, can we talk about how he never stopped doing the thing where he rapped on someone else's shit? Because yeah, o- yeah. Oakland. Oh, yeah, Telegraph, yeah. With, Telegraph with Ave is yeah, yeah. Oakland yeah. by Lloyd. Yeah. But then again, who would have known it yeah. if it was just a Lloyd song? Exactly. Also, the video, back to concepts. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is the last 30 seconds? That's in the description for this week. We're not going to talk about it. I want everybody to listen yeah, to it. Go ahead and everybody go watch it. it. Go, go watch do the a deep Telegraph dive. Ave video. And, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, a concept. It goes deep. I'm talking about a fucking concept album that goes deep. I'm trying to go fast as I can. And, um, You're good. Uh, it's our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> mixtapes <laughs> kills it with the mixtapes. Let's be honest. Probably, and he says it himself. Uh, gave Chance a few looks. Stone Mountain Kawhi oh on that God. on that mixtape talk. Stone Mountain Kawhi. Dude. If y'all, bro, and then he wrote a movie script, and then he hit an extra song in the fucking movie script. 
I wonder what one day in his life is. I, I wonder if I wonder like, how the brain works. Does he just wake up and go, ah, oh, today I'm just gonna write a movie. Mm-hmm. Write a movie. I'm just gonna write a movie. And then I'm gonna put it on the internet for free for a couple weeks. He's a th- he's a three billion dollar man now because of Lion King. Dude, the fuck And it's like it's Did funny. Matthew Broderick stop <laughs> up like that? Yeah, like and it's funny because I remember three bill? <laughs> when I would like would it be? When I would tell people like you need to listen to Childish Campino, everyone was like, Oh, he's like such a nerd, oh, such yeah, a nerdy rapper. Of course. I was uh, in that phase too. Yeah. Motherfuckers was like, yo, he's a nerd. What are you talking about? Like, this dude is sick as fuck. And nowadays it's like, yeah, who the fuck is talking now? Look now at this. Now your guy. mama know who Childish Gambino <laughs> is, boy. And um Your little cousins know who Childish Gambino is. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of Stone Mountain, that fucking he brought it back to like a Gangster Grills, Little Wayne mixtape. Dude, when he 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 simply sings Usher's hook. Yeah, but Gambino's voice is dope as shit. It's so good. And then he he kicks. I don't even want to call it a rap. I want to call it a poem because it's yeah, spoken, spoken word. word. Yeah, yeah. And it's so smooth. It's so slick. <laughs> And, like, it takes you through a journey. And, like, I, his songs can just put, put me in places like that. And uh, Ian Eastwood, who is mm-hmm. a dancer from Chicago with Save Money as well, he mm-hmm. has a song where he does a a dope dance yeah. to uh, You Don't Have to Call by Gambino mm. on that mixtape. And it's so dope. Yeah, I really do love that Gambino's... Um, Gambino also has a few rando covers that he does that are really, really good. Oh, his covers are great. So Into You. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Tamiya cover? Yep. He's With really good. <laughs> oh my god! I almost like his more than the Tamia. After yeah, yeah. I heard it, I was like, I ran back to Tamia, and mm-hmm. I was like, Gambino killed that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, another one. Since we're on this yeah, talk, yeah. I'm just gonna go straight to Chance. Yeah, and uh, I mean, like new album included. I think he still deserves his spot where he's at. Yeah, I think I'm not. Chance. I'm not gonna say his stock goes down. His number might go down in the top 25, but he's in the top 25 for yeah. me still. And that album doesn't really hurt anything because I mean, like, I've been rocking with him for too long for that shit. Like the new album, <laughs> the beats go harder than the lyrics, and I've said that on numerous occasions. Right. And that's not always a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. But I know for fans who think they're real fans who aren't, it was a big deal for them. Yeah, and yeah. Chance is still up here. Like I'm still, I'm still standing. Yeah, I'm still like a fan. he's. Closely approaching young OG status. Young OG like, status, definitely. Especially I mean, in this I city. think he could put somebody on. I think oh, he. I, I think. I think he's at the point where like he could kickstart a whole career. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I'm not talking no weak shit. Like, I'm talking yeah. he'll make you an A list too. Yeah, and you know this last album really got a bunch of negative press, but I think honestly, let's just strip away the the concept. Let's strip away all that. There are a few songs in there where I was very impressed that he brought the bars. He Rue. brought bars. Yeah, where his brother went Dude. harder than him, and I was like, bro, these might be your hardest bars on the tape, and your brother went over you. Yeah, exactly. Like your brother came in with harder bars than yeah. you. Like, bro, that I was listening to that shit this morning, bro. <laughs> like sometimes you need that shit for grinding, but yeah, that shit yeah, feel yeah. right. Yeah, like, like he's still got it in him. Let's let's be real. And yeah. like we talked about with with Jay Z or Nas, it's like we can we you can do whatever you want. You gave us acid rap. You gave us acid. You gave us ten day. You, you gave, gave us, us acid day, rap. You gave us, you gave us rap. surf with Donnie Trump. You gave us with Nico. a lot of material. That you did. He gave us so many singles. Everybody's also got to think about the point before Coloring Book because yeah. I love Coloring Book. So you gave us Coloring Book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like. 
like every time when I'm looking at the reviews that have been very negative, because I understand some negativity when you're reviewing. Like mm-hmm. reviewing is supposed to be you're supposed to be criticizing. Yeah, yeah. Or not not supposed to be criticizing, but you're supposed to be looking for every detail. Yeah. And I understand that, but some that are going too hard, I'm like, did y'all forget when this man <laughs> dropped three albums worth of features in between Acid Rap yeah, and Coloring Book? Mm-hmm. Like we talking the way with Kalani, we talking some overseas hits that I fucking love. James Blake joins, bro. He was on everybody and their mama's shit. I mean, let's be real. He probably gave Kanye the whole gospel vibe that he's working with now. Ultra light beam. One of the best verses on, Look, on that album. Man, he's also on productions for that. Yeah. And so like he's, saying, he's on back end for that as well. And like, come on, man. Like, you can't say shit. He gave us waves. Yeah, yeah. That's him. Yeah. That's waves. Come on, man. Like, and, um, that goes crazy. Yeah, he definitely gave Kanye a lot of material. I think he revitalized Kanye a little bit when it comes to... What Kanye was doing, I think, Chance's handprints are all fingerprints are all over uh, Life of Pablo, in the good parts of Life of Pablo. Oh yeah, um, all the parts that everybody loves. To that talk everyone about. loves. Yeah, it's there's Chance if on it. If you love that part, it was Chance. Probably Chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and since we're here, before we go too far, with one, I got to throw a Lupe shout out. Oh Lupe's yeah. Lupe's in my top as well. Lupe's in my yeah. Since we're, we're not numbering, Chicago. but Lupe's in my top three. Oh yeah, I mean, so I as I said about my numbering issue. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. If if I have to give a nondescript top five yeah. where I could put anyone in the top five and just call them a top five, mm-hmm. he's in it. Um, but Lupe's in there because, like, one, if you haven't heard the cool, you, un- like... Food and like, liquor. Same way cool. we were just talking. Same way we were just talking, bro. I don't care about Drugas. Yeah. I... It's not horrendous. It's not, not amazing. No. But you gave us the cool. You gave us food and liquor. You Dude. gave us Daydream featuring Jill Scott. Yes. Like, bro... Like, um, come on, you've done you've done shit. Lupe, when I was younger and still now, spoke to that kid in me that 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 like you can love hip hop, but you can also love things like anime, and you can love yeah. things like like it's he made being be smart cool. Nerd. Yeah, he made being you smart can cool. Be a nerd, and then no, it's like the the, the tip of it. Where it's like a, you can be from Chicago, yeah, and be a nerd, right? And it's like that's the thing where because like every other person who's coming out of Chicago, and we got one coming up next that I don't know how to not spend time on, but I'm gonna try not to. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to like you do a whole episode's worth <laughs> on this next one. But when you come from Chicago, a lot of people come out and establish a style. Yeah, yeah. Whether it be their own style, whether it be Chicago style, whether it be something new, mm-hmm. we we see very few people come out of Chicago and go, this is just me. Mm-hmm. Well, because I would say he even paved the way for niggas like Chance yeah. to be able to hop on the stage and be, like, actually, like, praised. Because, mm-hmm. like, Lupe was not the coolest motherfucker ever. No, no, no. Like, not at all. But to me... That nigga's cool as fuck. Yeah. Because like, I was like, you sat here and you for real just told me about your life. Yeah. Like, you told me about the hard, the hard parts, the good parts, the bad parts, the nerdy parts, the parts yeah. I know you didn't want to tell nobody. Yeah, yeah. Like, you gave me all of that on this album, on this track, whatever whatever it may be. And let's not forget, he's one of the best lyricists of all time. His Go lyrics are Paris, crazy. Tokyo. Go listen to Paris, Tokyo. Yeah. Listen to Playlist for the Week, too. Because yeah, yeah. if, you, if you listen to Paris, Tokyo and you tell me, boy, ain't got no bars... I'll I'll just I'll just know that you're not someone who I should ever talk to again. Yeah, and there's these this uh, series of mixtapes a lot of people don't know about, but it's Fahrenheit first and fifteenth. Yes, those are some of the best when it comes to bars. I'd even put it at like Little Wayne to Drought level of just fucking crazy. Just getting on a beat and going fucking just stupid. crazy, like going lines stupid. over your head that you have to listen to the song a few times. I'm far from the hood like limousine trunks. 
Okay? That's Bruh. an example. Go listen to it. Fahrenheit Bruh. versus 15. Come on. Come on. That's in the description. I oh, yeah. the description. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Um, First and fifteenth, I think it's one slash fifteen. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I yeah. have it on yeah, Dad yeah. Piff. Like, yeah, I'm not, Dad Piff. Yeah, exactly. I'm Dad not, Piff is your friend. I'm not worried. I've I've heard that yeah, album yeah, yeah. down, bro. Um, um, who else you got up here before we before we throw one out that I know is up here with you too that needs to be talked about? I know he's not going to be in your top twenty. He might be, but he might not be. Cool. Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi was not. Okay, so the reason well, I left I Cudi so much. Though. He was in my bottom. <laughs> yeah, Kid yeah, Cudi. we talked about him last episode. Um, Kid Cudi, to me, transformed what it meant to be a rapper. And when I say that, I mean, uh, prime example is Man in the Moon 2. He mixed rock and rap in a way that I've never heard it before. These beats, these his music, so not, I wouldn't call them beats. What's the, what's the song, man? Uh... Pursuit of Happiness, the beat. Oh, my God. I mean, my yeah. my thing is, like, you can love Pursuit of Happiness and never have analyzed that beat. Yeah. I watched a behind-the-beat video for that, and it's this dude who, like, looks like he does lots of drugs. <laughs> no, no disrespect. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, he's not from in a ma- bad he's, way. He's, he's from a band. Uh, yeah, like, not in a bad way. He just looks like he, looks like he is in his own world, and yeah. he is literally at this piano hitting those slow chords. You hear the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah, yeah. fa- they're a very famous indie band, and that's why I like Kid Cudi. Yeah, no, Kid Cudi goes crazy i mean day and night man the the og and the remix jesus i mean he also gives us some of the best remixes of his popular track without without anyone ever knowing it was gonna be the most popular track yeah yeah like you give us a like pursuit of happiness and the pursuit of happiness steve aoki but did you know oh yeah but did you know that shit was gonna snap like that like because both versions are hot as fuck yes and um like i said he he's one of those guys like lupe it's like you can you don't have to fit the mold of a classic rapper. You can like indie bands like he did, like Ratatat or MGMT. You can have your face melting while you're on stage with MGMT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's classic. It'll be cool, right? Also, his TED talk is amazing. Yeah, I've watched that like three times. I've watched it so many. And times. let's be real, I watch it while I'm working. Yeah, like, it's like a Pete Davidson put it the best way. I'm not like the biggest Pete Davidson fan, but he said, um, if you're under, he's like, if you're 25 and under, it's a good possibility that Kid Cudi saved your life. Yeah, and like no, I, reasonable. I put him in that regard where it's like I listened to those albums when I was in a dark place and it was just that energy of like keep going. Yeah, like, keep, and that's what he gave you, man. It's like it's like um like a motivational speaker. He is though, cuz dude, yeah. he's, he's good at what he does and he also struggles a lot. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's that's what makes him more real though cuz I mean, uh passion Pain and Demon Slayer. Passion, Pain and Demon Slayer was released while he was actually away at a mental facility. Yeah. Because he checked himself in. Because, I mean, he also has that kind of, like, self-knowledge. And he kind of preaches that self-knowledge of, yeah, like, yeah. learning when it's like, oh, shit, I can't handle this. Right, and right. It's really cool. Because, I mean, like, who out here is advocating for that, really? Yeah. Um, Someone who... Oh, God, that's a terrible segue. We're not going to do that. I'm going to instead <laughs> give you all a random tidbit of miseducation music information. This is also going to be on the Neverland podcast because I found it out there, but I must bring it to you all, and it is that Tory Lanez is a real name. Do you know it? Do you know it? Do you know it? Oh, God, I'm I about to not. fuck your mind up. His name is Daystar Peterson. Legal. Government. Daystar? Daystar Peterson. Just Google Daystar Peterson. Daystar, like it sounded like Daystar. No, like Daystar. Two words, bro. Daystar Peterson. That's weird, man. Tory Lanez. This guy cannot get weird enough. Boom. Wow. His name is Daystar Peterson. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Very weird, right? Yeah. Now that we've successfully given some random information and changed topic, uh, I'm going to throw two out there real quick. 
because the big one is the third one, and then I'll start the topic with the uh, I'll start the talking with the big one. Yeah, I got Twist in here. Chicago Legend will mm-hmm. always be in my mind from Poe Pimpin' and Poppin' Tags. Wale will never get the credit he deserves and will always be in my top twenty-five. And he'll, he'll tell you about it too. He'll tell you. He'll <laughs> tell you. But look, I'm telling you as a as a third-party advocate that he does not get the credit he no, deserves. No, 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 no. He now, doesn't. when he says it out loud, it sounds a little bit different. Yeah. And the last one that I want to talk about before we break into my top, what are three right now, kind of? Oh, no, well, hold on, Snoop, too. Mm. Murder was the case, come on. Uh, But uh, Kanye, but only Kanye from his (laughs) career start. Yeah. Meaning, what is it, 97, 98? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To 2000 and whenever most my beautiful dark twisted fantasy dropped. 2010, okay. Yeah, and and if you say Kanye overall... He then goes to my bottom 50. Wow. And if you were to only say Kanye after, like, 2012, yeah, yeah. he's not on my list. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I see that. Um, and again, we're but not I doing... But like, I feel like he must be higher on your list, and you probably got him up there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not, like I said, we're not doing numbers, rough numbers, but when it comes to the significance of Kanye, he's my number two. Um, <laughs> I've been... <laughs> to this in, day? To this, and With he the date is, stamp? No date stamp. No date stamp. Damn, bro. You know what? No, because um, I'd have to extend it. You know, I'll say from 97 to the end of Watch the Throne. That's a good lane. Okay. Um, He's like 26 right there in my mind. Yeah. Because then I still got to eat yay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) yeah. So, obviously, whoever listens to the show, if you've been listening since the beginning, kind of. Um, I've been a Kanye stan for this my whole life. This is not new talk. This is not new talk. I've been a Kanye stan. He's the whole package to me. Again, when it comes to people, I think there's a trend in this list of people that um, are truly themselves when it comes to, I don't care what I'm supposed to be. I like different things when it comes to art, when it comes to music, when it comes to fashion, when it comes to different ideas, what I believe in. Kanye really represents that. A lot of people say Kanye is the forefather for people like drake for people who it's even sounds dumb now but like back then in the early 2000s showing emotion like that really wasn't popular um that was like he he rose from the ashes of the gangster era and just created this whole new wave for people um so pretty much anybody that comes out nowadays and talks about heartbreak and sadness thank you I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Which 110%. is hot right now. I'll give you that one hundred and ten percent. He yeah. he paved the way for Juice that conversation, world. but then did not upkeep it. That's and true. That is why he needs a markdown in my book. That's true. If That's we, true. If we if we take him overall, yeah. If you take him overall, it's like, dude, you're not you're not doing what you stood for. And right. that's the that's the biggest issue I have. And I mean, like, you could probably say that for some of the rappers on this list, where it's like, yeah, they took a turn, they went a different path, right? But their path was never like a, yo. I took 15 right turns at random intervals yeah. and, like, forgot where I was even fucking going. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. Like, like, I can't explain how how I felt personally, like, the joy I felt when they said that they might be doing the good-ass job project. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, that was like, Kanye's coming back. Right, right. But at the same time, you see that there's no work on it. You see that, like, the project might not even be happening, and then you're like, that feels like new yay to me. Yeah, yeah. Because what happened to other Kanye and I'm like of course life happens your life changes your circumstances change right, right, right. but look at these other rappers who we have up here and the next person who I have it's actually two of them it's like Big Boy and Dre yeah, and yeah. those are two people where I'm like bro they came from rougher conditions than yeah, right, right. they went to 
totally different places Weirdest than way went. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying, like they they ascended this ladder as well, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to go. Uh, but right here's and a time frame. But it I, uh, with the same thing with Kanye, it's like you gotta like. What's the, I'm trying to think of it. Like, thank God, Speaker Box and Love Below is so good. Because it could have gone bad. They could have taken that. It could have. That was that was their pivotal moment. Yeah, where yeah. whereas like that's what I felt with Ye. Yeah, yeah. Like when when Ye came out, I was like, okay, so I know it's gonna be different. Yeah, yeah. The same way how we knew Speaker Box and Level Low was gonna be different. Right, right. And then I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, this is not the turn. Right. Like it's like right. a sus. It's like a sus left in an Uber. Like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Why yeah, are we yeah. here? And I'm just like, maybe I'm a bad fan. And I've accused myself of being a bad fan mm-hmm. on numerous occasions. I catch myself a lot. But, like, when it came down to making this list, that was the most difficult person to place. Right, right. Because it was just like a man. And I had to, like, on here, it's called Oh Yeah. It's Old Yeah. It's Old Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, you know, a lot of people nowadays would agree with I'd you. I'd even call him the Louis Vuitton Don. That's the, Vuitton that's, Don. The, that's the Kanye yeah. I want. I want the Louis Vuitton Don. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I agree with you to a certain extent. I mean, obviously, I'm. Yeah, no, no. I'm, you're different with I've let my fandom albums. blind me a few times, let's be real. <laughs> but that's okay, because we definitely, like, it's it's accepted. That's the best part about being a fan. You it, get to be whatever kind of fan you want to be. Yeah, and it's <laughs> also, like, there's a level of, like, humanity. It's like, imagine Kanye, like, I've given you fucking, how many out al- you, like, how many albums have I given you that are yeah. classics? It's like, obviously, I'm not going to be fucking this good forever. People always have that thought of, like, if he's been doing this for this long, from 97 to, in my opinion, 2013 with Yeezus as a masterpiece, an avant-garde masterpiece. But, like, obviously, how how hot can you stay? How good can you be for that long? Jesus, that's the one I was talking about when I said yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think oh, knew it. really? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Because Ye is pretty good, but not. Yeah, no, Yeezus is the one I was talking about. The pinnacle. That's what I meant. Yeah, the pinnacle yeah, yeah. is Yeezus. <laughs> Let me correct that really Yeezus quick. Yeezus to me. So then I could also tell you that 2013 <laughs> is my year. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my year. That's your year. Okay. Because <laughs> like, man, what, what, like, Yeezus is the only thing that could have paved the way for Cruel Summer. What was that shit? Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If we didn't have that, we probably would have got a better compilation. And I'm Cruel just going to say that. Cruel Summer sucked. I'm going to say that from like a, a real fan perspective, like not talking as a reviewer of yeah. music. Like it was like a, bro, I think Jesus ruined this compilation. <laughs> like that's how yeah. I felt. Like I was like, a, ooh, yeah. what's all this going on? Like, because when Kanye gets in his head, Kanye messes up his label. Yeah. And that's my thing. He was in his head about this yay shit. Yeah. Messed up with all these seven tracks. And what I'm are you glad doing? that he gave the the reins to Pusha to run it. Um, cause I, like, mad interesting too. Not yeah. Gonna lie. Mad interesting. I was like, okay, sleeper pick. Which, yeah. You know, like it's cool. Um, I can see it. Yeah. To me, when Yeezus came out, it was still in that mode of okay, Kanye's been pretty consistent with everything else leading up to. The release of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It's like, okay. he's this, That was his last album. Even 808s and Heartbreaks, which some people might mind. not even agree with me on. One of my top I'm ten. Like, that shit is cold. It's amazing. That and shit is cold as yes. hell, man. And to me, this was the last album we got from Kanye, whether anybody likes it or not, before he became full fashion designer Kanye. Yeah, before full, he became Yeezus. Before he became he the dropped monster Louis Yeezus. Vuitton Don. Louis Vuitton Don was <laughs> over. That was the last album, Suits in the Studio. It was fucking right. over. And man. it was the last, like, complete Kanye project. And a lot of that goes to Rick Rubin because Kanye was supposed to do the album 
waited until I think it was like a week or two out until the album was due. Brought in Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin picked up the pieces of what he could because and that's made what it. Rick Rubin does right. He and makes gold. And after that, every Kanye album, like I said, he has mumble Kanye where it doesn't even sound like he's fully finished the verse. The music doesn't even sound complete. Everything's f- like fucking Life of Pablo is edited how many times? Like, you know, I don't know. Jesus. Life of Pablo has so many edits. So many edits. It was so, I think it was the first of its kind to do that. <coughs> to just update songs. Um, but I do agree with you to a certain extent. I think Kanye is in the hole right now when it comes to music. Obviously, he's killing it with the fashion. Everyone loves the shoes, this and that. But I love Kanye for rapper Kanye, so I really want him back. And, uh, yeah, he hasn't been doing that. And who knows if this next album, if there is going to be next album, is going to be good. Yeah, it was was pretty okay. It was decent. Yeah, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Who else you got? Nah, dude. What you got left? How many um, you got left? How many? I have, um, I'm going to say five or six. I'll go, I'll go quick. I got, um, I got one. I got three left. Okay. You want to go or do you want me to go? Get down to three. Okay. Eminem, obviously. Jesus. Eminem. He, I mean, How did I forget him, dude? Eminem, Eminem too. No but disrespect. Same thing with Kanye. I'm gonna go. Year. He has a year limit. He has, he has a, a fucking, fucking year limit. Year. Fucking year limit. 2010 or whenever. I love love let's, the way you lie or not afraid came out. Everything before everything before rap god. Yeah, I'm everything taking. before rap god gone. Um, Wait, before? You mean, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. Everything after. Everything rap after god. rap god gone. After rap god, nah. Before <laughs> Rap God, he's in the list. He's in the top 25. Yeah. You know, honestly, the last, what was that album that he just did with the airplane on the picture? That's the one that actually just made me go like, damn, I forgot about him. Like, if he didn't But do that's that because the one before it. that sucked so bad. Yeah. Critically, everyone in the world said this is the worst album ever. Um, the Eminem Show, to me, was one of the first albums that I've ever listened to as a sort of tween that really showed me what you can do with rap and the Eminem show, if you guys haven't listened to it, is like, it even got nominated for album of the year, not even just rap. It's like purely just crazy, his talent on that album. And um, yeah, I mean, he's got so many classic moments and he's another one of your favorite rappers, favorite rapper. I always see those compilations on YouTube of rappers talking about Eminem. Um, he just paved the way for, he's kind of like a bust of just crazy off the wallness. Um even in the early 2000s, fought for free speech. Um, nowadays, rappers can talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. Eminem was really um, uh, a rapper that fought for free speech. Just like, um, who were the guys? In the, in... Fought for free speech in what time period? Who am I talking I'm thinking about 80s and 90s. Um, uh, you talking about uh, like fight the power? You talking no, about like that shit? Like um, public enemy? <laughs> two Life Crew. Two Live Crew, okay. I'm thinking yeah. about Two Live Crew, but I'm okay. saying like, yeah. Uncle Luke and the boys. Yeah, so they fought for free speech in the 80s and 90s. Kanye, I think, really fought for free speech when it comes to records. Early 2000s, he was getting protests, this and that. Definitely. Um, you know, had a whole persona, Slim Shady. Obviously, um, brought Dr. Dre back into the conversation he of did, like man. legends. 2001, he, when we talked about Dre on the, yeah. uh, on the last episode, I was Eminem like, that's Eminem. That's, that's Eminem all day, bro. Yeah, because everyone Marshall knows Dre doesn't everywhere. rap. I mean, write his own raps. Yeah. It's sort of an oh, it's an open thing. What do you say to somebody you hate? Anyone <laughs> who's trying to bring trouble your way? Yeah. Like Study a tape of NWA. And he's one of those guys, man, who loves the craft. He's, he's a genius, and I... 
He's one of my favorite rappers. I feel for that like reason. I feel like that dude's iPhone notes are probably better than anything dude, he's dropped in a just while. Wild, just like wildness. I would love to hear him, man. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's get to the wrap up. I got T Pain down here. That's a strong pick. Strong pick, but super like, fucking no, no, strong. Set him set him at the wrong time. Should have been a different number. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. he's not this high up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I'm giving T Pain all the credit where credit is due. Yeah, and I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him a rapper too. Like, yeah, I'm gonna call him a rapper because his roots, even in his singing, are in rap. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, of course he's a singer. You can make the argument. Right. Probably, probably put him on a list there. But if I yeah. put him on a singer list, I got to put him low because the auto tune. Right, right. And if I put him on a rapper list, I'll put him high because that's mainly people he works with too. He comes in like a rap feature. He can bar you. Like he, can. he could also like sing Amazing Grace on your ass and kill you. Like the dude can <laughs> yeah. sing too. So he's like, also shit. one of those like multi talented like songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let's be real. Also, crazy story. He's got, yeah. bro, had his money, lost his money, bought a big ass yeah. chain, lost his money again. Like, <laughs> innovator when it comes to auto tune. Everybody oh, yeah. and their he mother said uses auto tune. He studied that shit for years before even releasing a song. Yeah. And uh, un- un- unknown fact, I'm sprung and I'm in love with a stripper. I have very little auto tune on them. Yeah. And he said he actually, the only reason why he got into using auto tune, he heard it on a share song. Yeah, share is one of the first to use it. Daft Punk is one of the first to use it one yep. more time. Um, That's because I don't think anybody in Daft Punk can really like. Oh no no no! I think, no, I they're, think they're they were like, "This is the only thing that's gonna save yeah, us." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Our beats sound hot, but we need a little vocal on oh, top. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Are you, yeah, you at number three? I think of no. Or you got three left? I got two left now. Drake. Yeah, Drake is on my bottom. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Jimmy, I get it. You good? I'm with you. Yeah. Like I said, you know, he's not he it's very different when it comes to him. He's not he, I don't know. He's he's more of a I don't know. I I've always like I've said before in this podcast, I've defended myself. Drake, I've been with Drake forever. Um when it comes to starting styles like Kanye walked so Drake could run and then Drake just let the floodgates open and now everyone is like wanting to be Drake. He's the best in the game right now, I mean, most popular. Yeah, in the definitely game. pioneering styles. I'll pioneering give it to you all styles. Day. If we're if we're talking pioneering styles, Drake is so high up. On if this. Drake makes a song, and makes a like a, a type of song like um, the Island Vibes. Let's just start there, okay? He started fuck with Island Vibes. Every rapper in the industry had an Island song. I'm not saying Drake originated the Island song or Island Vibe, but he took it to a whole new level. Everybody wanted an Island song. Um, what else? Uh, stuff like that. Just he's he's an innovator when it comes to making something hot. Um, he recently just surpassed the Beatles for some sort of Billboard record. Yeah, I saw that. That's I was crazy. Like, That's mad industry. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, Drake has his roots in rap. Man, he he could rap back in the day. Um, when it comes to writing your own raps, who knows about that? I don't know. Um, but yeah, man, Drake has always been one of my favorites, regardless of. The fuckery that everyone talks about. Um, I'll allow it. I mean, like, I could definitely see the argument. It's just for me, it never hit the spot. I know. But, like, it's weird. I don't know. It's weird. I still love him though. Like everyone, yeah. Buddy can still rap his ass off. It's just uh, the showmanship got to me over the last <laughs> yeah. well, last couple of years. But yeah, these um, last two I got. I don't know if they're the same as yours. But my last two are Kendrick and Cole. I didn't even mention them, but yeah, they're in there. So yeah, we'll take. I have. Two more, one weird one, and then one kind of number one. But Kendrick, yeah, Kendrick and Cole, Cole for obvious reasons, man. J. Obvious. Cole has put me in worlds, bro. Like yeah, when yeah. I tell you, I could put on the headphones and 
escape him and Kendrick. And I, I love talking about them together yeah. so then they don't have to be pit against each other like right, a lot right. of people do. Because mm-hmm. if you put them next to each other, career-wise, album-wise, I love them the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's honestly who's in my headphones right now. Like, that's yeah. the one who's going to be number one. That's the other, the other one's going to be number two. And that's what really makes Liz hard when you just like, damn. And then, like, of course, my, my angel mentioned... Lauren Hill, because she's an eternal one slot to the point where you don't have to say one, you know? It's like she's zero because you need to start there on the base. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's my home base right there, you know? Yeah. Um, What are are your final joints? I agree with with Kendrick, J. Cole, both just amazing guys, and I think that it's interesting that they recognize they're in the same slot. They really are in the same slot when it comes to everyone across the board. Honestly, it's like, yeah, so if Kendrick drops an album three weeks before you or a couple months before you, he's going to be number one for a little while for me. And then the other way around. Yeah, but it's good nowadays they don't have to beef. They they understand. Oh, yeah, that's the best part about West Coast and East Coast labels in the 2020s (laughs) that are coming up. Yeah. They're not beefing. They're not beefing. They just want to sell more records than each other, and they don't don't really care. They'll be on each other's records. Yeah. Um, my number one spot again. We're not naming people, but Biggie. Um, for me, I understand you have the you. trapped in time thing. I feel you. Reasonable picks. They were mine yeah. for a while till I got this trapped in time thing in my head. Anyway, yeah, and it was like, um, Biggie to me was the first rapper when I was growing up to really impress me and paint that picture. Paint that picture of just oh my god, this is what you can do with with words and music and take me to a certain place and just he has that bravado. He has the perfect mix to me and he's always just been my favorite. Um ready to die back to back. I mean front to back that album is just wow. It's beautiful. It's Honestly, beautiful. like it's such a good album and that's why like I'm okay when people say that like Biggie can be in a one or yeah. two slot cuz it's mm-hmm. like a when you really put it down and that's the the pen skill he had, the rhyme scheme Wild. he had. That shit has been mirrored tried they've tried to reproduce it yeah some people can't do it some people can get it down pat and that flow like i mean like the unique words combined with the pattern that he raps in Mm -hmm. he raps as if he's another instrument on the beat right and and he came from a time like he's at the switch time period yeah yeah. he's right there on the line of when it was like we rap over beats because we're cool ass people like shit like that like the old school vibe and he came in with the like nah i got this smooth shit and that's why i think shit like big papa ahead of its time yeah, yeah. Big Papa should have dropped like over the course of like the last five years, like yeah. before now. If it would have dropped then, bro, that shit would have it would have hit just this smooth. But the thing is, that's why it hasn't left rotation. Yeah, because it's like a it's always the right time to hit that shit. And um, also, a lot of people talk about suicidal thoughts was really a pioneering type of song. Yes, where you take this this genre, especially back then, where it's this bravado. I'm better than you, you know, just this very grandiose thing. But it's like, wait, I'm a human. We need to bring it, dial it back. Exactly, I have, I'm depressed. And, and it, um, that, that pioneered a lot of the style that we were even talking about yeah, earlier, like yeah. where it's like, you could be sad. You could yeah. be human. Yeah. Like you could tell us about your fucking day. Like right. sometimes that's just the shit we want to hear in our headphones. Right. We want to hear you just like T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, and what's your grape. Like what <laughs> yeah. you about to do with this whole bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, we listening. We <laughs> hanging on every word. Like you telling a good story. Yeah. And that's really like, it's super, it's super New York too. Yeah. It's very His, New York. His, not even just the accent, but his persona, like how he comes to the track. Because even when you're listening, you can feel 
the presence of Big on a track. Yeah, yeah. And like you feel the New York, you feel the grimy, you feel that he came from the bottom. With right. It. Like you could just feel all of that. And he he didn't try to sugarcoat it. He didn't try right. to sugarcoat the life. Like, and I mean, like Pac for the same vein. Yeah, like yeah. Brenda's having a baby. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Who shot you, Big? <laughs> I mean, like even songs that are that deep and that reflective. Yeah. Like. It's really a line, and it's yeah. like they were on it, and they boldly stepped across it. Right, right. And, yeah, he's just legendary to me, and I still listen to him to this day, and it's like one of those things. Unfortunately, we only got one album when he was alive, another one when he was posthumous, or when he was um, passed, but it's a timeless album. People it's still timeless, look at that. and that's the thing, because if you only got the whole album, you got to listen to B-Sides. You got to right, listen right. to A-Sides again. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to run out of, you're going to run a place on those, go back to the B's. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. you're going to run the whole album back and yeah. forth. Yeah, and it's funny, because like, with that, with that, that element of this is really the only album that he put out himself when he was still alive, um, he, he did write it to die too, but uh, this, I count this as like, really the, the, penultimate album the real one um that's the wrong words penultimate what am i trying to say oh you only have so many songs to listen to the more you listen to it there's layers that get exposed to you that you didn't hear the fourth time you listened i still that happens to me every day where i'm listening to a song i'm like oh shit i hear a song that i know every single word to and i'm like damn i ain't hear that though right right and you're like how can you not hear something you know every word but that's that's how music is it's the ears man it's all in how you listen how you choose to interpret and that's what makes this shit so beautiful like man that's why these lists are so real you got another one you got Mm. one more i had one more who's kind of in a weird place and uh not worthy after big talk now i mean no i mean big is to me my favorite but <laughs> this um, not worthy after big talk this is a weird pick and a lot of people are gonna be like what the fuck but uh it's because you didn't do the homework um mac miller oh of course now yes. mac miller is if you, didn't, if you didn't do your homework i could see how you wouldn't even hit your list he was in my bottom 50 yeah but like i mean like i could i could easily easily like understand a whole like because most people know blue slide park they know donald trump but that's fine but But, do you know kicking incredibly dope shit yeah like like he he was one of the true truly evolving artists that we had in our time that did not get enough shine i implore you guys to go look at the mixtapes and the albums that he put out after that era of trying to be this frat rapper go back go back and just listen to the albums you already listened to yeah you didn't catch it right no no you didn't because i listened to two mac miller songs the other day yeah and i was like nigga i need it yeah and he became something like like uh faces which is a mixtape you guys need to listen to is one of the weirdest craziest make like he obviously had his struggles, but he documented it so well and so uniquely. Back when he was fucking with Earl and them. Yeah, and you like hear it. he was in that community of rappers that were rapper rappers. Like yeah. Schoolboy was like his best friend. Earl and Tyler all loved him. And this is back when he was hitting half court shots over buses. Yeah, yeah. Action Bronson, who I really like too. I, I love Action. Mention for action. Honorable yeah, yeah. mention for action all day. Um, from but, chef to rap. Yeah, cooking to cooking. Um, what was the watch movies with the sound off was like Ooh, crazy album. Man. Just go listen to him. He evolved. Check in on him, even though sadly he's gone. Um Yeah, I yeah. mean, but that's he's got a good catalog to go back to. But he's he got was a good one catalog of those guys. to still become yeah. a fan off of. Yeah. Like he's a person who even in passing, you're gonna gain some fans. Like, I mean, cause yeah. he's that good. And that's that's the same way how it is with Big and Pac and all them. I mean, like these people are all gone too soon, but yeah. like their their music is legitimately timeless. Yeah, man, there's so many rest in pieces on this list. I lot. hate that, man. Yeah. Like I hate that shit because there's this uh, there's a song called uh, "If You Want to Get Away with Murder, Kill a Rapper." Mm-hmm. 
and like the title of it hurts but yeah, like yeah. The, the track is just about how like not a lot of people care about it and right. it's really it's really crazy because it's like all of these people did they work put in a put in a their work to get from where they were to where they got to and then it's like it got stripped away yeah and in that other, various ways but it got yeah. stripped away from them and that other sad adage where it's like um they'll love you when you're gone or like you yeah. know if i die today to be a holiday like unfortunately there's a lot of people that will probably look on in 10 years 20 years that die way before they're supposed to that they didn't get their shine while they were here but now that they're gone you know now that they're gone we want to we want to bump them we want more yeah that's the weird part man but uh that's pretty much my list um i think it was a pretty good pretty good list i think yours is pretty good do you have anybody else Nah, dude, I think that's that's really the end of my list. I don't, like, I can't, if I say anybody else, we'd be here for years. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got some sleepers. I got some unpopular opinions. But, I mean, also, we need to do a groups episode because I got a lot of oh, groups, too. Yeah, hell yeah. There are a couple people who I don't separate as rappers. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I think that is, that is the end of our very long ranking process. I knew yeah. this one was going to be long. It's, be it's okay, long, dude. Like, yeah. We want to tell you all why we love these rappers in hopes so they can gain more fans because of this. I mean, like yeah. I want like these playlists that we're making for these two episodes are going to be really crucial playlists, mm-hmm. and I really want you guys to like listen to them and actually like expand your music taste, like past <laughs> what, past what you've already heard or past what is like what you've heard, because like all these artists that we've named have been all over the place, and that's the beauty of the way we just ranked them, and like they all deserve to be where they're at. They're all supposed yeah. to be there. Like and at least to us, because I mean I don't think I had one one pick that I didn't that I disagreed with you on. Mm-hmm. I mean maybe like Dale Home, fuck you, almost everything. But I don't, <laughs> I don't really know his I don't really know his yeah, content. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know his content. But I mean like it's just for real, man. We, we we back these people, and we want you all to go listen. And you know we all to, know what else we want them to do? What do we want? Like, them to do? subscribe, yes. share, rate it, rate it. Five stars if you're. If and if you credit. if you feel that you need to rate lower than four stars, go ahead and email me. First. <laughs> yeah, what? Let's work out a deal. That's what's what I'm saying. Let's talk. Do? Let's talk. Let's what make you do? a fan. You know, let's get your input. Let's make the show better for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't just throw that. Uh, don't 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 throw that one star no, on don't Apple. Do that. That's disrespectful as don't shit. Do that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, make sure you guys are liking, rating, subscribing, and aside from our jokes, if you guys really do like the podcast, make sure you're rating it as well. Yeah. Uh, We're going to have a playlist available for this week. Our outro music for this week is going to be available in the description. We do not know exactly (laughs) which song we're going to choose yet, but we're going to add that to the description, and we're also going to try to add it into the playlist for this week so you guys can get it. We love giving artists their shine. Also, if you are a small artist, don't forget that you can always send in your music through DMing us or through the email. We now have an email, themiseducationofmusic at gmail.com. You can send through mp3 files or anything of that nature to showcase what you guys what you guys are doing we want to put you guys on we got some awesome stuff in the works we're always doing more just to make sure we can spread this awesome positive message and i'm glad you all are with us enjoy this outro music peace What's up, cuzzo? Hot, been missing you a bunch, bro. And I've been hiding it, nah, I ain't even gon' front, no. We used to pass a punch and a kick, getting shit lit like a wick with a bick. And it's a bitch that you had to go. But it's Gucci, I know you watching out for us. Seeing all of us bloom from out the mud, just like some boys started this joint in my room. At 5 a.m., I felt the rush, my floating got real well groomed. Dumb a bit, down no longer pop. Need cash in my pocket, I'm plugged like a socket. The show, I'm a rocket, you waiting, just stop it. If you like my music, just go and cop it. 
Like if you don't know, you gotta try before you knock it. I'm being honest. To say I'm catching up to you niggas is being modest. Taking my time singing and rapping, cause I'm an artist. You knew the first time hearing this shit, it was the hardest. I take the B and K of this shit, victory flawless. And I ain't even gotta flex upon it. I just slide it to the stream and do my thing. You know I'm on it, boy. This flow is hella ill. I'm on the beach, just nasty notches. Know my cousin and my grandma watching out for me regardless. Cause these police out here killing niggas, acting like they love us. I've been through so much, you would think a nigga turned to heartless. No, I'm popping back and forth between these toppers. I can't stop it. I get hella shit on my mind, boy. This beat is just a top. So I'ma spit till I quit and I'ma swallow a sorrow. I'm praying every day cause God don't promise tomorrow. I'm asking him for God to take the lead and I follow. And now I'm filled with Love, I no longer feel hollow. And that's tough love, nigga. I'ma stay up. For a while, I wasn't eating. Now I'm about to get my weight up. Gotta check that light to keep it, but you know I do not chase it. I'm in the marathon. I'm only running for the paper. Yeah. RP Steezy. RP Nipsey. RP Cousin. RP Auntie Kim. RP Love y'all. Love y'all.